Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Good morning, people. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Grand Hefe. That's OG Raw. Get ready to be entertained. This is the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. How you doing, bro? Oh man, it's a it's a sad day. Uh man. Rest in peace to Nip. Prayers for him and his family. Uh very influ- influential guy, man. Like, yeah, it just hurts, but I can't believe it. You know, seeing his name next to the RIP. But uh, yeah, yeah, this one shook everybody up, bro. Honestly, yeah. like you know, all over social media, that's all you seen yesterday. From athlete, from from athletes to to rappers to you know actress, the actresses, or um, you know, man, it was it was it was yesterday was 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 rough, man, for for a lot of people. Um, uh, you know, uh, as 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 men with kids, I, I feel sorry for his kids, man. You know, that yes. uh, another another kid kids kids have to grow up without their dad and that's that's that's, that's man, hard for man. some senseless that's killing but um rest in peace at nipsey lauren london his family and his kids i hope y'all you know get through this but uh we got a good show for y'all today man we got to talk some sports that's what we here for that's what y'all come here for you know we eat. let's let's brighten up this mood we we, we man final four has has already been set yeah big new big news coming out of the nba this morning i woke up to a to a woes bomb this morning as they call it so without further ado let's get to that woes bomb uh report from adrian wojanowski that devin booker has um x out of out of um phoenix preferred destination uh for him would be uh new york according to adrian wojanowski what is your thoughts on this oh it's gonna be crazy if if he gets to the Knicks, him, Kevin Durant, uh, who who else could they get? I Kyrie. Don't, I don't. I don't think. Uh, but I don't think Kyrie a will go. Player. You know what I'm saying? Not no, he's not. He's no, not I don't think he's player. a max player. He's good, but he's not a max player. So, and the thing is, like with with this whole trade thing, 
not only do they basically get them for free, <laughs> but if this was to happen, man, the Knicks would really be the team to beat in the East. I would love to see him, Kyrie, and uh, Kevin Durant on the same thing. That would be, man, that would be another big three. It'll be, I think it would be great for basketball. Uh, and, but him moving out of Phoenix, that kills Phoenix as well, though, because he's all they got. Yeah, I like DeAndre Aiden. He's a he's a okay player. He's an okay young player. You know, uh, they got some some okay young pieces down there in Phoenix. But if Devin Booker leaves, they have nothing. To your point, uh, if the Knicks do get the number one pick, which is uh, supposedly Zion, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. I'm sure that they would probably give up that first round pick to get a guy like Devin Booker. That could also attract a guy like KD, who now can say. Well, now I ain't going to New York by myself. Even if Kyrie doesn't go, exactly, I'm not going by myself because I, I at least have another guy there that I know that I can give the ball to, and he can go get you 50. Obviously, he had two straight 50 point games, and then he followed up by a 48 point game. So he can he can score it, he can shoot it. And, so this helps him. Big and I feel I feel where I feel where Booker's coming from because if if I'm having 50 point games and we still lose, that's a problem. That's that a problem, bro. A problem, bro. That's a problem, bro. Like that's 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 a that's a huge problem. And going to New York, not only are you getting away from the West, now now you're going to be in the East, where you know there's set. Obviously, Kawhi is, is rumored to be. Obviously, he he wants to go to L.A. That was his preferred destination before the trade to Toronto. So if he leaves, now that weakens that Toronto team. Uh, if Jimmy Butler takes his talents uh, and join Kawhi at the Clippers, which which what people are, are, are saying, now that makes the Sixers normal again because I don't believe in Joel Embiid. I mean, uh, not Joel. I don't believe in Ben Well, but and now Joel is hurt a lot. So can you really count on that team without Jimmy Butler? Uh, I don't foresee Kyrie Irving staying with the Boston Celtics either. So if you are, if you are Devin Booker and you are Kevin Durant or you're the New York Knicks, I'm going all in. To, to to get guys that's gonna help turn this 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 franchise around. Oh, exactly. Uh and the thing about the Knicks, man, like they've already made the cap space. You know, yes. They, and they already have players that are very good tradable assets for them. Basically aspire in and aspiring contracts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you you look at the guys that they can trade for Devin Booker that if I'm if I'm Phoenix, if they offer me a deal kind of like almost like the Lakers, you know, the deal the Lakers offered you know, the Pelicans or anything similar to that. I'm jumping on that for a player like Devin Booker. Because if you look at that Yeah, guys, I'm gone. Uh outside of, you know, the the guys they got really during the trade, they, they really didn't keep anyone. Um, yeah, they got rid of everybody. They got rid of everybody. So they, if they can kind of do that same thing, you know, the Lakers try to do for Anthony Davis, I think they got a real shot of landing Devin Booker. Yeah, uh it Wonder why everybody's trying to go to the Knicks now, man. You know, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's that KD and Kyrie effect, or maybe it's the Zion effect that people are, are, are. But I, I've I, since I've been watching basketball, I've haven't seen people just say I want to go to New York. Nobody but Carmelo, and that's understandable for a guy like him. I'm gonna go opposite of that. I'm not even gonna say it's a player effect. I think what players are seeing nowadays is branding. Um, you gotta brand yourself at the basketball. And that's what a lot of players are trying to get into. And with a market like New York, uh, the deals are everywhere, man. Yeah, it, you know, the potential for yourself in that city is unlimited. Uh, and then 
I think about LA is kind of the same way, but no one wants to go to, go to LA now because LeBron has a city on lock now. That's his city. Yes. So where and nobody wants to play with LeBron right now at this stage in his career. Nobody but Anthony Davis, and and I, that's a very good point about the branding, you know. And I tell people that all the time when I talk to people on Instagram or you know Twitter about why why would KD go there, and I'm like because nowadays he got everything he wants. He's finna win his third ring. He's probably gonna win his third Finals MVP. He's already been an MVP of, of this league, and guess what? He's still not really getting the respect that he probably deserves. Uh, and uh, he 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 has everything, and these guys now everybody think about life after basketball. You know, um, that's why he started this that 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 I think it's called board talk, where they kind of you know just sit around and talk. All these guys now are 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 aspiring, and they're setting themselves up for life after basketball. And what better place to do it really than uh, New York and L.A.? So um, I I definitely agree on that point. Um. Switching gears over to the uh, NCAA tournament. Obviously, Duke lost yesterday 70, 75, 76-75 to, the, to Michigan State. Uh, so, R.J. Barrett missed the what what could have been the game-time free throw. He, he missed the first one, made the second one, although he was trying to miss it. Uh, who's the blame I'm a, I'm a for go, this Duke loss? If I'm blaming someone, it's got to be the guy that missed the, the, you know, the free throws, even when he was trying to. Make I mean make the free throw he still missed it and when he tried to miss the free throw he made it I'm blaming that guy I'm blaming R J Barrett this means a lot for his draft stock I think going forward uh I mean he's probably still gonna go in the top five but uh, he won't go number one after that no he, I don't think he goes number two either yeah so and, and I and I, that's what I'm seeing right now um and like I said Zion Williams we know he 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 was big time in the, the final moments of that game um. And like, if honestly, I prefer to have the ball in his hands instead of anybody else's hands. But you know, it, it just happened that way. Yeah, and I won't put all the blame on R.J. Barrett because the team they played, they they want no chumps. You know what I'm saying? Everyone. No, Tom Izzo is is never. That's always a hard draw. Yeah. So it, it it's just the way it is. And like I said, the world's greatest player on the planet right now, LeBron James, misses free throws all the time. And people criticize him for it. People hold him accountable for that. And I think with the title being the world's greatest player, and people still call him that as he missed free throws, I, it's not a, I don't think it's a big deal per se. I, it's a big deal in the moment, but it's not a big deal later on. You know what I'm saying? So if he can, Yes, people miss free throws. Yeah, you're going to miss free throws. That's just – it's the game. So – but if if I'm him, I'm not stressing over it. I'm not, you know, dwelling over it. It happens. But uh, it's definitely his fault, though. Yeah, he was a 60-something percent free throw shooter. And every time they show a graphic like that, whether it be football, whether it be, be basketball, it doesn't matter what it is, baseball, anytime they show a graphic like that, you know, I'm sorry to bring this up because, you know, I know you guys don't want to relive this. But um, your boy Cody Parkey, before he missed that kick, they had just showed that he 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 had missed so many, <laughs> and then boom, he misses it. Yesterday, right before RJ Barrett goes to the free throw line, they talk, "Oh, he's a sixty-something percent free throw shooter." What does he do? And you seen it when they left his hand. You you seen that that he shot it long. You, so I don't know if I'm ready to put the blame on him. He was on the spot. I'm gonna give him 25 percent of the blame. I'm gonna give the other seventy-five percent to somebody that most people today. Ain't giving blame to, and that's Coach K. You called a timeout. You 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 talked about this, 
and the fact that Zion Williamson did not have the ball in his hands, that's a that's a that's a um, that's a problem to me. You know, and not because I think Zion is that guy, and we're going to talk about that later. Not that I think that he's that guy. It's because I think Zion gave you the best chance at getting an and one. Yeah. Zion is your best chance at getting to the free throw line, what R.J. Barrett did. But R.J. Barrett couldn't even put the shot up because he's not as big and strong as, as Zion. Zion powers through people, and he's still able to get shots up, similar to what LeBron James do all the time. You see him get and one. Guys holding on to him, and he's still able to get the ball up. That's the reason why I prefer Zion to get the ball. So I'm going to put 75% of this blame of the loss on Coach K. Another thing is, we were either going to win it or, or, we, or we were going to give the ball to Zion. And I think there should only been two people that got the ball at the end of the game. Zion, number one, is your one and only option. And if he, and if he was unavailable, Cam Reddish, you got to go for the win. Yeah, he, you got to he, go he's for your the win. Best chance. Yeah, he's your best chance at getting the three to win the game. No way I'm putting the ball in R.J. Barrett's hands at that moment in the game. If you, especially if you look at what how R.J. Barrett had played that whole game, it it it, it, it was dribble, dribble, dribble. I'm a pro hop in the lane, and I'm just gonna throw up a contested shot with a guy hanging all over me. He did it all game, all game. There's no way R.J. Barrett for me would have got that ball at the end of the game. Nobody touches the ball but number one. And if number one can't get it, then number two gets it. Yep. And, that, that's It's simple. And, and that's why I think we'll, – we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later when we talk about the other the other topic of it, though. But I, uh, if if we're talking about number ones right now, it, I think it's out of the question. Zion should be absolutely the number one pick, you know. And well, let's get to it right now, then. Does Zion deserve all the hype, and should he be the number one pick? Yes. We, we've seen it. We've seen it all year. We've seen how Duke plays without him. We've seen how Duke plays with him. We've seen Zion in the most clutch moments, how he comes up big time. We've seen Zion against the biggest opponent, and how he still came up big time. Like, we see all these things. And the fact is that he's the number one draft pick. Uh, he's going to pick butts to seats, and he's going to produce for your team rj barrett on the other hand i'm still concerned about him really i i mean he might be a decent player in the nba but i don't think he's a centerpiece like zion is i don't think zion is a center i don't think zion is a centerpiece either uh you know i mean it what what does zion bring other than you know to me he's a sighting he's a high-flying player he, he can jump out the gym for an 18-year-old that's 270-some pounds. The, he's the second largest player that, that's probably going to be playing basketball next year uh, in the NBA. And the biggest player is Bobin, who's seven, whatever he is, a, a freaking giant. But the fact that I've seen Zion has a lot of flaws. He's a 60% free throw shooter. He's not a great shooter. He, he's also a bad jump shooter. And Michigan State and Virginia Tech has showed you the blueprint on how to guard Zion. Every time he get the ball, you double him. You double him. He also is a bad defender. He cannot defend. He he doesn't move his feet. He plays defense with his hands. You've seen in the Virginia Tech game, he's chasing the guy. All you have to do is just stay there. At the end of the game, um, Zion let that three go. Because if you watch Duke play, you know they switch everything. Yes. He, 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 and that three was on him because I think sometimes he relies on his athletic ability a little, little too much instead of playing defense. And he thinks that he can get to everything and he can't. 
You know, he 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 is a bad defender. Uh, he's a he's a pretty good dribbler. He can handle the rock pretty well, but he only have one hand. He has a left hand. Guys in the NBA will catch on to that, and guys in the NBA will sit on that, and they will make you do something that you don't want to do. Yes, and that's use his right hand. And that's the same goal for, for R.J. Barrett. Those guys are lefties, and they only like to go left. It's left, 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 left. And when I can't go left, it's I'm going to try to power my way to the goal. That ain't going to work in the NBA. These guys get paid. These guys are big, big, just like you. And I'm glad you, know? I'm glad you caught me because I said centerpiece. Uh, and I, I don't really mean the word centerpiece is like, oh, let's build around this guy. I mean, he, he can be like uh, the focus, though. He can be the focus. Okay. He's going to be the focus because he's going to be the hype. But yes. I think guys are going to treat Zion. To me, I think guys are going to treat Zion like they did uh, Lonzo Ball, you know, where, where where guys are relishing the opportunity to play against Zion. And I was telling somebody this yesterday, man, let's pump the brakes on Zion being as good as people think. If if he goes to the Cavs, let's say the Knicks don't get the number one pick and he goes to a team like the Cavs, he goes to the team like the Bulls. Every single night, he's going to, I, to me, I think small four and point guard are the two best positions in all of basketball, you know, as far as the deepest. And he's going to see LeBron James. He's going to see Giannis. He's going to see Paul George. He's going to see Kawhi. He's going to see Clay. He's going to see Kevin Durant. Every, like, like he, this is going to be the, the, the normal for him. And he's going to see smart, savvy defenders. I just don't see Zion being who people say he is. Will he be a bust? No, I'm not going to go that far. That would be stupid. But people talk about top 50 player, a Hall of Famer already? <laughs> How many great college basketball players have we seen not, not pan out in the NBA? Oh, many, many. I can name, I can name at least 10 yeah. of them right now. Yeah. I just think that we just need to pump the brakes on, on, on whether or not Zion can do it. Because to me, he's nothing, he's nothing more than a dunker. He's a fast break dunker, an alley-oop dunker. It, a putback dunker. That's what he is. And that's what he's always been, you know? People just like that excitement. So I, I think we need to pump the brace on Zion. I don't think he's quite there yet, but... So uh, so here we go. Would you compare Zion to, like, a Kenneth Fareed? Uh, you know, uh, or would you compare it to more of a... Uh, let's see. Or, or Sean Kemp? I think he's more Sean Kemp, honestly. Okay. You know, and, and and Sean Kemp is one of the great players in the league, but Sean Kemp also played in a different time as well. Yes. You know, um, Zion is is a beast. Like, far as jumping-wise, he got great recovery, speed. He, he got it all, but there's a lot more stuff than you need in, in today's NBA than just knowing how to dunk. And he could, he could shoot that set shot three, but how many people are going to give him that? Oh, yeah. No one's going to give you a set shot through the NBA. The way- in, in, in the NBA, three is, is different from, from the college three. Yeah. So that flat three that he shoot now, that could be hitting rim, front of rim uh, in, in the NBA. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, I hope he does well. But just the stuff that I see from Zion, outside of just the flash, because that's what people get, get hyped about, the flash, the, the stuff that he brings. I, I'm just not sure that 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 he's gonna be be that and much more. Yeah. I, I I just don't. Um, Chris Porzingis has been in the news. Uh, uh, reportedly, a young lady uh, rape rape allegations from Chris Porzingis. Uh, 
suppose it happened after he tore his ACL. What do you make of this, man? Man, this right here, it's just an allegation, right? It's just an allegation. Uh, I don't, I don't really know too much about it, the story. I read up on it and still couldn't find out much about it, other than the woman wanted to mediate with the the Knicks and Kristaps, and then there was a check of sixty eight thousand dollars paid out. If you're paying out a check of sixty eight thousand dollars and you're saying your story is not worth your rape story is not worth anything more than cash, then I don't believe that there was a rape. At, uh, I'm glad you said that, at, man, because this is unpopular opinion, and we don't hold it back. Yeah. Uh, on this show, so I'm glad if, you said if that. That's what you're, you're, you know, if that's what you're giving it away for sixty eight thousand dollars. Then, uh, you then you're nothing more than, than, you know, you're nothing more than a prostitute. Yeah, exactly. You're you're an expensive prostitute at this point to me. Um, and then, um, you know, the they say a report was filed, whatever, but the police didn't obviously didn't take it seriously either. Um, like because. There was payments. Do you know what I mean? And when there's payments, and this is supposed to happen after he tore his ACL yeah. and he he punched you in your face and he raped you on a torn ACL, like I, just, just some stuff I found sense. hard to believe. You know, and I, I read the same story uh, similar to what you read. I, I just didn't hear about any payments. Now the thing about this story is when I read it, it said when they when they police asked her why why is she coming forward more than a year later, she said because she was in in contact similar to what you said about she was in contact with Chris Stapps about her getting paid $68,000. And I, the fact that he didn't want to pay her now, that's why she coming for So basically you saying that I'm okay. You know, as long as I was going to get paid for it, Yeah. you know, as long as, that, as you can punch me in my face and you can rape me something that's supposed to be so severe. Rape is not a game. It's I have three daughters game. and I don't know what I would do, man. If, if, if one of them ever told me that she knew the the, the person that actually raped her. Like I, 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 Man, I can I only imagine. Exactly. Yeah, I can only imagine what I would do to him. And the fact that you saying, "Oh, it was okay as long as as when we was in contact because he was going to pay me for it," and now he's not going to pay me for it. And now it now now I'm trying to bring this to light. I just find it hard to believe, you know. Yeah, I when find you, it hard when, to believe when you say it. stuff like that. And then this this not only makes it you know difficult for the victims of rape because it's so serious. But when people cry wolf on it or say this guy did this to me, but uh, he gave me this much money to shut up and they take the money. It, it's like, dude, like you take away for, from everything, like the progress that was from made, the Yeah, know. from the women that, that actually is suffering trauma yeah. and all this stuff from this. And that's why you know, I, I find the problem like with the media because the media, they'll throw it out there. But then like they have no solid evidence of what really happened. So we're just going to drag this man's name through the dirt. We're going to drag this woman. Uh, she's getting dragged through the dirt as well because we don't know if her story is true or not. But both parties are being dragged through the dirt, and it doesn't look good on either side. And the NBA League office was reportedly had already knew about this, and the New York Knicks had reportedly told the Dallas Mavericks dicks whenever uh, they traded for it, whenever they called to, to, to acquire Chris Stapps, they were informed about this. So obviously this is something that neither party really cared about because if we're just now hearing about this now, Chris Stapps has been trading now for what, over a month now? Yeah. Um, this this incident happened after he tore his ACL, like right after he tore his ACL. Um, so that's about a year and a half ago already. It, it, just Some stuff just don't seem right. You know, and then you read the reports and it says she was okay 
until he didn't want to pay her. Like I that makes like that, that makes no sense to me. So do you care about getting raped or do you just like I, I don't really understand it and it and it and, and it makes it so tough for the women that's trying to fight, the ones that really actually have a case out here doing this. It 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 it, it sucks for them that you have women like this who who do who do this stuff only to athletes, you know, because they know that that that, that they can get, get paid off of yeah. it. Because most of the time the athletes don't want don't want their name slandered, you know. So and, and you know that you can get some cash out of it. I, I this this story to me it's sick. just seem a tad it seems a tad bit yeah. tad bit off, man. You know, the 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 say that you are okay with with, with getting punched it. Not only did you get raped, did you get punched in your face by a seven foot three guy. You're okay with getting punched in your face and raped as long as he was gonna give you sixty eight thousand dollars. That's insane. It just don't make any sense to me. But uh Moving on, man, because that that that's that that situation is 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 really really crazy to me. Let's move on to something that you that you a little bit more familiar with, the Final Four Virginia team that you yeah. thought wasn't even going to make yeah. it, man. I I've been telling I I'm, I had to convince you that that the Virginia Cavaliers was gonna was, was gonna do something special this year and do something special. They did. They are now in in, in the Final Four. And go ahead. And right now, I'm just in a while because. You know, I I came out, you know, and said, "Hey, man, I ain't I ain't even gonna. Nope, I ain't gonna do it to myself." It's understandable though. It's understandable. And, and now look where they are. And I think, man, it, it, I and I knew like it was only a matter of time before Duke would lose because all that you know, all that games were nail biters. Uh, and if if we look at that win the loss, you know, thing, it, most of that wins were they're nail biters. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I, I said that yesterday too. I knew it was coming so sooner or later. Yeah. You only give, and then for the Tar Heels, uh, you know, not being in the Final Four, that's huge, man. Because everyone thought. Well, my bracket all messed up. I only got Hills. one team remaining. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's Virginia. This, this, He's this the only right team here, I had in the Final Four. This right here gives me hope for the future of basketball, and I'll tell you why. The Tar Heels got their butt broken by Auburn, right? Who I thought was going to choke. I said Bruce Pearl. Was not was he 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 was basically an overrated coach. You know, I I still think he is, but he he's getting that team to play at, and peak at the right time. Yeah. The teams that Auburn has beat so far in this tournament are no slouch, no slouch, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and if we look at all the teams that are in the Final Four, there is only one ACC team left in there. That's the Virginia Cavaliers. There is no North Carolina. There's no Kansas. There's no Kentucky. There's no none of that. In the final four, which is dope to me. This is bringing back my love of the game of basketball. And for Auburn, a number five seed has never won the tournament. Yes. So it would be big if they won the tournament. But unfortunately, they got to face Virginia. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, they got to face Virginia. Uh, and this this right here for Virginia, if the Cavaliers were just, to, you know, to go to that final dance, man. After the season they had last year, getting put out in the first round by a 16 seed, this 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 would show some some true, like this is that true uh, resilience right there. That's some resilience for sure. And this Virginia team has been in the making for a few years now. If you haven't really watched college basketball, you know this Virginia Cavalier team has has been in the making for a for a few years now. About three or four years, ever since um the Jaleel Okafor and went and uh um. And Winston years and 
when 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 Duke won it back in 2015, that Virginia Cavalier team, I think that's when it started. This this run of being of being this team started around that time, and they haven't looked back. And now they got a chance to 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 do something special, and that's and and that's go play for a national championship when they play Auburn on, on Saturday. The other team I told you about, man, Texas Tech. I've been saying it all year that this Texas Tech team is a is the real deal. This Texas Tech team is for real, and they beat Gonzaga. And I didn't have them going this far, but I but I didn't doubt that they could. I knew that this team, the way they played Duke early in the year, when Duke had all the hype, when everybody was healthy and all the freshmen was playing, you know, lights out, and the way they played Duke then, I said this Texas Tech team is going to shock people in the tournament. I've been saying it all tournament. Now look where they at: Final Four against Michigan State. Tom Izzo. Has have a chance to to win him a a, a, a national a national title as well. And what I tell you about that Michigan State team, I told yeah you, you did you did. Yeah, I, I had them losing a long time ago. I told you they would. I said they are going to be the ones in that Final Four this year. I already knew Michigan because Michigan State even last year they were they were like they had some good veteran players on their team, and I thought they yes played, that boy Cassius Winston yeah that boy's tough that boy tough. And I was like, they play really, really good basketball. And Tom Izzo, he is on a neck up there. Like, <laughs> like he's on a neck. And he expected the best from his players win or loss, you know. So, and, and that's what I really like about that Michigan team. Yeah, so we got the final four set, Auburn versus Virginia, five versus one uh, matchup on Saturday. That is at uh, 6.09 Eastern time, 4.09 uh, Mountain time, 3.09 uh, Pacific time, if I'm not mistaken. Right, bro? Yes. All right. Uh, Texas Tech, Michigan State, 3-2 three, uh, three, matchup. Uh, that's also on Saturday at um, at uh, 8.49 Eastern, 6.49 Mountain, 5.49 uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we're going to get a little bit more into those – more in-depth into those games as we go down the um, down the uh, the week. But – uh. Rounding out the uh, show for today, more Duke. Was this Duke season a failure to you, man? I don't think it was. I think it was everything that uh, that I expected from a Duke team. I, I think what I saw this year from them is we see Duke's a one-and-done school, man. That's basically what they are. They're a one-and-done school. Most players that go to Duke, they go there. We see them play great, you know, most we see the players that are the like the, the star players of Duke play really great, and we see that, and then we we just wait till the next year until they go to the NBA, and then we want to see what they do there. So for Duke, I don't think their season is ever a failure as long as they play during the play good during the regular season. And I thought they did that. Um, this tournament loss, I mean, of course you want to win it all, but. For the most part, Duke's a one and done school. You know, if they if they win the tournament, they win the tournament. If not, they're like, oh well, we got more players coming in next year. We'll get it. We'll try again next year because they're always in it. Um, as a as a Duke fan, I honestly don't know how to feel. Honestly, it was a great run. Made it to the Elite Eight. We was one shot away from prop from possibly going to a a Final Four. Coach K. Uh, could have passed John Wooden for the most Final Four appearances yesterday. Um, could have got him another championship, possibly. So I think for that, I'm going to say it was a failure. If you don't win it all, I'm going to say it's a failure. If you get there, if you get to the dance and you do not, and you do not win it, 
I, I'm going to consider that a failure. Duke was the overwhelming favorite, you know, in, in this tournament. They was the number one overall seed. And they just had too many close calls. Virginia Tech, they probably, they probably could have lost that one. Yeah. And they probably could have lost against UCF. Yeah. And then it just caught up to them against Michigan State. And I, I just thought they played a lot of lazy defense yesterday. I, I just thought – um. I thought, honestly, I thought as well as people going to look at Zion's numbers, I thought he didn't play that well yesterday. To um, um, just just my opinion. I I, I didn't. I thought he took a lot of ill-advised shots yesterday. Cam Reddish didn't look involved in the offense. I don't know if that knee was bothering him, which is the reason why he didn't play against uh, Virginia Tech, uh, and that was a game-time decision. He didn't look the same yesterday. It just seemed like he was uninterested. R.J. Barrett stock is going way, way down. Since Zion has came back, it seemed like I like I don't know what what his problem is. He's had one good game this tournament. That was against NC Central, which was which was supposed to happen, or North Dakota State, whoever they played, whichever game they they, they played first. That was the only one. That was the only game that that that, that he did anything worth worth something in. I, I I I don't know. Zion tried to put the team on his back yesterday, and I get it. He it, he to me it seemed like he had that we won't lose because of me attitude yesterday, and I like that out of him uh but i think this was a failure man i i just think that when you have the guys that you had the number one the number two the number three and i believe trey jones was the number 10 recruit in the entire nation on your team you should be able to win it in college basketball because in basketball all you need is one or two stars and you can and you can really take over a game oh most definitely and and yeah go ahead and most definitely, all you really need is one star in college basketball. Yeah, you know, it's only five people on the court at a time. So different, you know. Yes. But uh, I, I, yeah, I know I get it. You're a Duke fan, but I, I wouldn't call it. You know what? We, you know what you're getting into with Duke. You just know what you're getting into. Uh, and and that's the hurtful part about it. It's yeah, almost like like you like, only get those players for one year. Yes, because because you know they're gone. Yeah. The only person that may come back is Trey Jones. I'm not so sure if that's really worth much. Obviously, Coach K has got a a a a a great another great recruiting class cooking up. He's Coach K. Uh, made another Final Four appearances. Guys see that, and that's why they want to go there because they know I'm going to be in the spotlight. The longer I play, the more my name get out there, and that's really what I care about. Trying to make this, trying to make millions to change my family lives. But I just think they had it. It was theirs to win it. And they didn't win it, you know. Uh, and I, I think this season was a failure. You have to win when you got when you got guys like that. You you got to win it, you know. And nobody wants to make and nobody wants to hear excuses about it. And I'm glad they didn't make excuses, you know. Uh, they 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 took that one on the chin and they manned up. But to me, I think I, I think not not at least not even going to the title game. That I, this season was a failure. You you know you didn't even get to the final four. This that that's a failure in my estimation for the number one overall seed for the best team in, in in basketball that got the best players on it. I I think they had to be a little bit better than that. But uh, that's going to be it for today's show, guys. We want to thank you guys for continuing to download the podcast. Leave us a rating, subscribe on 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 YouTube, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, See you guys on Wednesday, bro. You want to take us up out of here? Oh, yeah. As always, I'm your favorite co-host, OG Raw. Make sure you guys subscribe, listen, share it. We really appreciate it. Oh, man, I appreciate you, Billy. You guys, your time. 
Have a great day. Rick Ross, cause he teaching Yo. well. Drop down to school, I'ma teach myself. Made my first meal on my own, I don't need your help. All black, Tom Ford, she's special ed. City council meeting, they got hustle speak. Million dollar project, about to crack the semen. So one of our investments has become strategic. Summer 018, man, such a season. About to make my partners look like genius.